This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining me this afternoon. It's wonderful to be with you this afternoon. I'm Renette Marburg on Cape Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m., and we are just going to have a glorious afternoon this afternoon together. And as you know, this is a program where we give you hope, wisdom, and guidance and knowledge when real life happens in the family. And we often discuss relevant and often unspoken issues in the family in truth and in love. But with God, we can rise to restoration and rise above all and together as a family. And this afternoon, we really are going to cover something that is very relevant and very sensitive, and yet it needs to be addressed. And we have got Dr. Tanya um, uh, Jenica in the studio with us this afternoon, and I'm going to introduce her a little bit later, but we're going to be speaking about, you know, this is uh, October is Wellness and Mental Health Wellness Month, Awareness Month, and we're going to address some issues that we are as a society and as a nation struggling with right now. But we're going to first go into a little bit of music, and we're going to listen to Carrie Underwood, Don't Forget to Remember Me. Enjoy. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us this afternoon. And that was Carrie Underwood. And wow, uh, we just want to welcome you this afternoon. And we really are having a wonderful time this afternoon so far. And we have got Dr. Jenica uh, with us this afternoon. And she is so well seasoned in her um calling and she is a, a, a doctor of philosophy in counseling 17 years practical experience director of deep healing counseling practice she's a specialist and counselor and leader and mentor and a conference speaker as well so she's really out there i must say and she's um opening soon a, a counseling college and uh, you know so we are really really uh, Blessed to have her in the studio with us this afternoon. I just want to encourage you this afternoon. This is October is going to be the year, uh, the month of mental wellness affairs, and we need to know that this is where our society really struggles sometimes with actually identifying that they are going through trauma and stress. And Dr. Tanya is really going to give us a little bit of input on that. Why, you know, there's such a stigma always attached to having to go and get the help that we need. But Dr. Welcome, and thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you, Renette. Thank you for this opportunity. And I say welcome to all our, our people listening in. Fantastic. Thank you so much. You know, you've got a remarkable uh, testimony, and I would love you to just to share that with us a bit, if you can. And then, because there's a lot attached to your testimony and to your career choice at the end of the day. So please share that with us. Okay, thank you, Renette. So my name is Tanya Chinika, but I was born to Hida. I was born the second youngest of four children. I was reared in a staunch Muslim, Muslim home, but also an abusive home where my father was very abusive. I grew up going to Muslim school from the age of six years old. I was a top student in primary school. And then because of the abuse in the house, I was the child that would mask everything. I would 
I would see the abuse, but I would not cry. I would keep everything in. And then at the tender age of 14 years old, when I was in grade 7, I got my first stroke because I was suppressing everything. And I had my first stroke and I was in therapy for seven months. And after that, I, I couldn't focus at school. And a top student actually dropped out. And then I went, at the age of 16, I went to Muslim College, Islamic College. <laughs> I wanted to go study for, um, to be a Muslim school teacher. And then I, because of financial situa- um, situation, I only did three years and I went into the working and I went to go work. And then just after that, I had an encounter, but I didn't know it was an encounter. I was, like I said, a staunch Muslim because my mommy reared us very staunch. And I was praying one afternoon, my afternoon prayers. And as I was praying, I went down on the mat as doing a ritual. And as I went down on the mat, I saw a light shining and I heard a voice. So I just want the listeners to also remember when you are Muslim and you are praying, there is no... There is no, you don't feel anything. It's just doing rituals over and over. Mm. And as I was bowing down, I saw this light and this voice is telling me, I'm coming to fetch you. I'm coming to fetch you. I'm coming to fetch you. Three times. And I was like, this is Allah or Muhammad telling me I'm going to die. (laughs) And a year, about a year, year and few months after that, I became very sick and I was at a mm. hospital to Grootsky Hospital and they did a lot of testing and after many tests they discovered that I had black around my colon and I was diagnosed with cancer and I was on treatment again and I was in treatment for a few months and then the doctors closed my file and said there's nothing they can do for me anymore to my parents it's just a matter of time and at that time I was working and I wasn't supposed to go to work but I went to work and this Christian girl tells me that to hear there is somebody that prays for people I'm like no, nobody's going to pray for me because the imams, the people, they all prayed for me. Mm. And my parents took me to the kramats, to everything. And mm. nothing worked. And she kept on, but I didn't know it was the Holy Spirit yeah. speaking through her. And she kept on and she found the lady. And the lady said, we must come immediately after work. And she took me. And when I got by the lady's house, I felt when I entered the house, peace, love, like I never felt before. This lady, mm. a senior lady, she looked at me and she only knew my name and she had the soft voice and she just spoke Jesus, say you're going to heal you and she spoke things that is happening to me now. She actually prophesied it over my life but I didn't understand and she said to me that God is going to heal me and then she prayed for me and she said something to me that happened to me when I was 16 years old and nobody knew, only my mommy and, you know, the closest people, that I had an attempt of suicide at the age of 16. And she mentioned it because of the stress and the anxiety. And then she prayed for me. And Renette, she did not pray a long prayer. She just called upon the blood of Jesus and she anointed me and 
the blood of Jesus, which is this power in the blood of Jesus to heal you physically, to heal you emotionally, to heal you from wounds, even from when you were in your mother's home, came upon me. And it was like a fireball going through my stomach. And I was instantly healed by the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Wow. That is such a testimony. Okay. But then there was other uh, challenges that came after that. Yes. Yes. There was a lot of challenges coming after that. I couldn't, I didn't know where to go. And then eventually I met somebody and he took me to church because I was very confused. How can Mm. this Jesus heal me? And then he took me to church and then um, I went to this church and... Because I was very confused, but I felt somebody with me since I left the lady's house. And it was obviously the Holy Spirit. And then the one night, uh, when I went from the church, I didn't get saved that night. I went into my room and I put off the light. And I know that God appeared to me on that mat to tell me that he's going to come fetch me out of darkness into his marvelous light. And then he healed me. But this that happened to me now in it. If you have an encounter with God, you can never be the same again. You can never be the same. And then I, I went and I look up and the room was dark and I look up and I saw a vision of Jesus hanging on the cross in my room. So I was still Muslim this time, healed but still Muslim. Mm. And and his hands, I saw his hands, nailed his hands, I saw everything, but I couldn't see his face. I saw the blood and his face was shining and... Jesus said to me, I'm the one that healed you. And I bow down. And that is the night when I accept him as my personal Lord and Savior. And then somebody that I met at the meeting took me to the church. Mm-hmm. And that is where they led me to God. And that is where I met my mentor as well, which was a Christian counselor. And she mentored me until she died four or five years ago. And she got me into counseling at the church where I was that time. And I got involved in counseling. I did a lot of courses. But then after that, Jesus healed me of my inner wounds and everything. And then after that, I went, God told me, I was counseling already. I was in ministry already. And you must understand it, Annette, I was disowned by my family. Yes. Completely disowned by my family. After three years, my mother came to look for me and God reconciled. Reconnected us together, but the rest of the family until today don't speak to me, my aunties and my uncles. But God gave me a new family in Christ. Amen. <laughs> Amen. And oh, that is sad to hear, but you know, yes, it was, yes. it is not what happened. Exactly. Exactly. And then I studied and I studied Christian counseling. And in my second year in it, when I was studying Christian counseling, I did my first year, my second year, I was doing the topic, the secret life of the unborn baby, because I was like, I was, I went through deliverance. I went through counseling. I am a prayer warrior. I pray. I am in ministry. I'm actively involved with God, but I've got this fear that is over me. And, and they prayed for me. They cast out the spirit (laughs) of fear, but I still have fear. And when I drive, I would get very nervous and anxious. But when my mommy sent me a message, oh, it was heart palpitations, like anxiety, like what is there's something wrong with her, mm, like that. Mm, mm. And I couldn't understand what it was. And then we did the secret life of the unborn baby, and we had the features on the screen. And as I'm sitting in the auditorium in the teaching, in the lectures room, I literally, God took me out of that room, and he took me into my mother's home. 
And I literally became a fetus. And I heard my father screaming. Because from the second trimester, we can hear the surroundings. We can feel yes. everything inside of the yes. room. And yes. I heard my father screaming, but I couldn't hear. It was just his, his voice. Mm. And <coughs> he was screaming at her. And then I heard like a bang. And I went from the one side to the other side of the home. And that is when he hit her in the stomach. And that is where my first trauma happened. And because nobody took me back to my mother's home and dealt with that trauma, yes. the fear never left me. Absolutely. And that is when God gave me complete healing. And I went to my lecturer and she was also a counselor. And she took me through inner healing counseling, which is what mm. I specialize in today. Amen. And God took me through that. That is such an incredible journey because I can share the same. You know, the minute I started the counseling, studying the, the, you know, the psychology, it sorted me out first. Yes, It was definitely, such an incredible definitely. journey for myself. I was upside down at times. I was hyperventilating for three weeks <laughs> that I couldn't breathe. <laughs> but this is what God does for us yes. when he comes in that deep wounds that you're not even aware of as a child and that is so traumatic so we have to really understand our body minds and souls that is why it is so essential for us to deal with these issues really want you as listeners to come and just stay stay tuned because what we're going to cover is going to be you might be able to identify relate to sometimes we don't even know what is wrong with us we can't understand where we're at and then sometimes we can just get you to ask some questions about your family ask some questions about yourself go back into where you've been and this is such an important part but thank you dr jenica you know i just feel that this is such an uh, i don't want to start i want us to go into the new topic uh, in in the next session about of how do we navigate ourselves in these things where do we start what is the most common things that we are struggling with in society today especially south africa because we have got so many other things that we got to keep adjusting keep having to um, navigate and trauma outside socially politically uh, religion, you know, as far as you, you know, even in with religion, um, going to church and all that. So I really, really appreciate what you are sharing with us now, and thank you for being so vulnerable and so open about your journey. It is so, so inspiring, and I just trust that this is something that uh, our next uh, that we can discuss again. But I have to do a little bit of uh, uh, some homework. Um, and we have got a, a, a lovely um, event coming up shortly, and it is a well, the well-known God, Godly Revolution Youth ga- Gathering comes to the Cape in the month of October in the form of a roadshow. Take part in a new generation praise and worship gathering at De Bruyne Church on the 11th of October and Durbanville High School on the 12th of October, 6 to 8 p.m. Parents and teenagers and students are invited to attend the youth worship experience of the year. There are artists, like you will not believe, are DJ Maestro, One Crown, Bernard Posthumus, 
and many more. Make sure you don't miss the Godly Revolution Cape Town Roadshow during the month of October. Be an early bird and buy your prepaid ticket now. Today on cricket.co.za at a huge discount. It is www.cricket.co.za. Make everyone you know part of the Godly Revolution 2023 and shine brightly for Jesus. We see you there. And um, we just trust that this is going to be such a wonderful event that the youth will just end up in a bang at the end of the year. So please go into uh, the cricket and get yourself your ticket for the Godly Revolution event here in October at De Braun Church and Durbanville High School on the 11th and the 12th of October. Okay, how is this now? Not an apt song that we're stepping into now. It's called Life Jacket by Vanessa Venter and enjoy. We will join you straight after that with uh, Dr. Jenica once again. Good afternoon and thank you for joining us. We are on Facebook. Go and have a look where we are. We've got our wonderful guest, Dr. Uh, Tanya Jenica in the studio with us and she's got such an incredible testimony. But I just want to encourage you. We have got um, a wonderful uh, opportunity that you can connect with us on our WhatsApp line 081-729-1657. Our SMS line is 37988. And then we've got a telegram number 081-729-1657. And our Facebook 729 Carpsa Council 729 Cape Pulpit and go and see all our beautiful presenters and their beautiful guests and go and see who they are and go and listen to their beautiful um, messages that they've got out there. So get in, get in touch with us and get to know us better. And then we've got a counseling department as well. And it's 021-9177-000, option one. And if you want to know more about our guests, Please contact us. And uh, this is uh, October is going to be the mental health and wellness month, awareness month. So please uh, look and reflect, reflect and see where you are missing and struggling with. So we've got Dr. Uh, uh, Tanya Jenica in the studio with us this afternoon. And, you know, she's got a very interesting. Um, reason why she ended up in psychology and and studying the counselling uh, department, um, you know, and just tell us what is society, what are we actually experiencing in this time, as a nation and as society. So the net for the last two years, from twenty twenty one, South Africa had the is now on the country that have the highest rates of anxiety. And depression currently. Oh, that's not a good statistic. Yes. And I just want to tell the listeners that when you hear mental health, mental health is not just bipolar and schizophrenia, but mental health is overall, it's holistic. Mental health is the way of thinking. Mental health is, is anxiety disorder. It is depression. It is when you're overworked, when you, when you have because we all created with an emotional box. And when our emotional box is full and we haven't dealt with our inner child and we didn't deal with the trauma, the um, grief or whatever has happened to that inner child, it, it stays there. It stays in the subconscious. It doesn't disappear. Mm. And then we go into the youth because the inner child don't know what to do with his emotions. And then it goes into the youth and the youth becomes more 
intact with these emotions, but they also don't know what to do with these emotions. And that is where young people go into drugs, into wrong coping mechanisms. And then we become an adult. And the emotional box gets full because it's work stress, it's financial stress, it's all that type of things. And then when the emotional box is full, we can be who we want to be. We can be a doctor, we can be a pastor, but our emotional box gets full. And when that emotional box gets full, it starts to shake. And when it starts to shake, that is when anxiety disorder comes in, depression comes in, that is when migraines, sicknesses, all of that comes in strokes and heart attacks. And currently, especially with the teenagers, um, Lynette, like it's what they're facing currently uh, because teenage suicide became very big, especially mm. this year, sure. is overwhelming pressure to figure out their future. It's like, you know, what am I going to become? Now the country and all these things that is happening, getting into university, so hard to get into university, it's poverty, it's financial situations, it is also social media. Now sometimes social media can be good and social media can be bad. And sometimes that child that was rejected by daddy and daddy left him and want to be seen are currently bullied at school or that same teenager is now watching social media and see that his whole group of friends is out on social media, but he's not invited. And that is where the sadness comes. And that is where the thoughts come. Now the child entertains that thoughts and, and says, I'm not good enough. I mm. am not. And, and that voices increase. And that is where deep depression, the root of deep depression starts because overthinking is the open door to fear and anxiety. Wow, you know, and that is hard to navigate. Um, as children, they don't know how to filter their emotions. Exactly. And there's exactly. so much happening around them. Like yes. even in your case that you said that you just kept quiet. Yes. Um, and that you never, ever, you know, spoke about what you were going through. Yes. And this is where we need to know how do we step into filling these gaps? Because at the end of the day, as adults, Yes. They fall apart yes. um, because of their childhood. Yes. And that's why there's so much, you know, divorce and, um, as you say, suicide, depression, prescription addictions. Exactly. I mean, people don't even think that is an addiction, but it surely is. And, you know, we're on sleeping pills and then it's on anxiety pills and all that kind of thing. So, you you know, what has your, uh, been your experience as far as dealing with, childhood issues coming into adulthood my experience mm. in yes for me it's important that people do deal with the childhood issues because like you said also mentioned divorced mm. like in my own life I didn't deal with my childhood issues and then fortunately I was studying that but I realized even in my marriage mm. when I started my marriage I even realized but I'm coming in with stuff, with behavior issues, because mm. I was 29 years old when I got married to my husband, and it was 29 years of being Muslim, because I got married just after I got saved, okay. it, before I got healed. And that is 29 years of Islam, 29 years of, of the way we did things, my mother did things in the house, 29 years of bloodline curses, 29 years of brokenness, and my husband was 43 years old. And yes. it was 43 years because he wasn't healed. And it was 43 mm, years so of the way of he was reared and yes. all of that. And it was 43 years of because he comes from a very good family, but he wasn't used to affection. Mm. And 
it was all that coming into one marriage. And mm. it is, was, say 30 years, um, 30 years was 43 years. It was 64 years, say, say 63 years of, of differences coming patterns, into one house. Yes. Patterns, pain and hurt into one house. It doesn't get resolved in one day or one year. It's not a walk it's in the park a either. lot of hard work. And in our first and second year of marriage, it was hard that we almost, almost got divorced even in our second year. You and see. that's why I tell people it's very important because when two broken people get together, it creates a broken house. And that happens all the time. It is so sad. Even if you are saved, it's got nothing yes. to do. It's about the brokenness, the exactly. wounds that exactly. have not been healed. So this is very important what you're sharing now. But there must be a partnership in wanting to get the healing. Exactly. For both exactly. parties. For both that parties. Both parties need to be committed yes. to the yes. healing. Yes. You know, if it comes as a family even. Exactly. As a family, how do we fix exactly. this up? You know, what we've done, even what we've done to our children. Exactly. You know, as exactly. well. We have to backtrack and see what we've done to our children. Exactly. You know, and that, get that up to, up to f being fixed. Exactly. That's why I think it's very important, Renette, that we get equipped. It's very important that before the couples get married, that they do go for pre-marital counseling. Mm -hmm. And I think it's very important that they deal with themselves before first. they get married first mm. because obviously even when we married and not married we on university or at high school or whatever like i i was a child and i was wearing a mask so mm. at adulthood how many masks was i wearing because we wear so much mask we wear mm. the school masks we wear the mother masks we wear the sister masks we wear the work mask and we suppress all that emotions that is a lot of masking that we've done. Exactly. Hey? And exactly. then we come with society with masks us as well. Exactly. And shuts us down in so exactly. many ways. And I mean, just thinking of the whole COVID thing and everything. It's everything. just just a lifelong of masking Mask. our emotions. But I would like us just to maybe continue that conversation because it's very relevant what mm. you shared now and how are we going to, how do we do this? Yes, yes. And, you know, I, I know you've got an event coming up shortly. No problem. Which is very important possibly to join because um, so that you can have a little bit of knowledge. Yes. We need to, we need to get equipped family and friends. It's not a time to, to mess around with yes. your families. It, and it's, there's no stigma attached to this get the help that you need you know if your car needs fixing you go to a mechanic <laughs> so if you need your body and mind and soul sorted out go to church get yourself plugged in get the help that you need by counselors there are so many wonderful people out there like post like dr jenica and her team so let us just um really rethink this and we're going to join her straight after this but there's a beautiful song coming up called still by hillsong enjoy Good afternoon, and thank you for staying with us this afternoon. And we are having a very interesting topic in the studio with us today, really about our mental health and mental wellness. And um, we're stepping into October. This is the month where we are going to be really um, encouraged to really reflect on who we are, where we're at. Um, and life has been so busy, and the years are really <laughs> almost over. And we just say, wow, why we are so exhausted. And I've got Dr. 
uh, Tanya Jenica in the studio with us. And, you know, she's actually having an event at the end of the month, uh, in, in the month. Um, but I want you to share, I just want you to share with the kind of topics that you're covering. And then you can just give us a brief uh, synopsis of each you know, the kind of things that we are struggling with in South Africa. As you said that, I mean, I'm so in, uh, astounded by the fact that we are the most stressed country in the world. My goodness, what a, what a, another accolade for us to have. Um, so, Dr. Tanya, share with us. Yes, so just coming from what we spoke earlier on, mm. just continuing there, is that of the mosque. So just an important factor what, society is facing currently especially the young people because i also work in community i work in lavender hill with the young people that is struggling you know with poverty with abuse with all this kind of stuff with they the parents is on drugs but maybe a parent they see the 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 teenager at home being depressed down and whatever and in the same teenager you see on tiktok or you see on facebook is raving about his life it's just with the friends and he's just he's just so confident and it's just a different person and that is actually the personality that that child creates outside of the house mm, on social himself. media mm. to be accepted and that is mm. also one of the things that is very that is that is now in with mental health is personality disorder and that is how people also get into personality disorder because now the child becomes a certain personality outside of the house because he wants to be accepted mm. on TikTok he wants a hundred likes to, to be seen but he's really is actually a depressed child or a sad mm -hmm. child and then also when he is in another in an at school it's got another personality and then mm -hmm. he creates that personalities and it can be developed into personality disorder oh my goodness and that's this is so sad for us as, as yes. a society that our youth is not okay yes. and they are going into uh, they're going to be running our country exactly. in time to come our eco economy, our families, and this is so sad. Yes. But just share with us what are what are what can they you know what can are the topics more or less that you are covering because this is important yes. that we can possibly just exactly. go to and get a bit of advice and exactly. be plugged into the right exactly. people because we don't always know where to exactly. go exactly exactly so, so the net, that is the reason why we're doing the conference the conference is in Winter Health Awareness Month the seventh of October and it is to equip people the conference is to to make people understand what people is going through it it is to break that stigma around mental health it is we will share on what mental health is we got three counselors psychologists that will share um, um qualified counselors we got wellness counselor which is karen and she will share on mental health and anxiety and the importantness of fitness and wellness together all together mm, mm. we will also have um another counselor which is kirsty and she will share on mediation family mediation very important and she will, in today's yes, world yes on married and divorce so we got mm, that topics very and important. then we also have myself i will share on inhaling counseling on depression on anxiety on the teenage challenges what they are going through and also on grieving mm. and we will also give and supply people with the, the relevant tools. We will also give checklists for the parents to check 
if your child have depression, go through stuff like that. It is just a day of equipping. We also have lovely stuff that we will have free massages. We will have all that stuff just to make it a good day. Yes, and yes. an enjoyable day. An enjoyable day, yes, including day. fitness, wellness, yes. and mental health yes. all together. Yes. That is wonderful because that is what we don't care enough for ourselves. Yes, it's yes. a little bit of a self-care day. Yes, it is how to look after yourself holistically. Absolutely yes, wonderful. Yes. So yes, um, so just uh, you're going to give us the details a little bit later. Yes. Um, I just want to encourage people, you know, at, at this time, start start being aware of where you're at. We don't. We're just so busy in survival mode, and there's so much trauma that we've been through uh, for various reasons. You know, if it's now work related, family related, health related, um, all of that. Our body, minds, and our souls need to be in full alignment according to the word. And our, when we are not in alignment in our physical bodies and minds and souls, hmm. the we are going to be a very wonky vessel. So we can, mm. we have to get to helping ourselves so that we can be the best person for exactly. others. Exactly. And every time we end up running on, on, on massive fatigue, exhaustion, and being spent, uh, we do not know how to refill ourselves. So exactly. yes, if you can just give us how do we do this. Exactly. And also the Bible says in 3 John verses 1 to 2, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prosper. So as your soul prosper, the emotions prosper mm, and you get whole, your health, your wealth, everything will prosper and you will become the person that you need to become and you will walk into the destiny that God has predestined you to be. Amen, amen. And so we are going to just, you know, how can they get get tickets at, uh, for this event? And, uh, you know, in your website, just give us your website because I think that's also very important at the moment just for any further information on well-being. Yes, there's a lot of information on my website. My website is www.deephealing.co.za. It is www.deephealing.co.za. Fantastic. And just give us your email address, maybe. My email address is info at deephealing.co.za. Fantastic. So, um, family and friends, we just want to encourage you. This is really a time to spend a bit of time and try and catch up with yourself. An opportunity. It's an opportunity to see if your child is acting out. I had somebody approach me in a restaurant yesterday and uh, they heard me over, over just chatting to uh, counseling somebody else on the phone. And, um, and they came to me and they said they don't know. Since five years old, their child has been acting out. They don't know where it's coming from, and yet she's being counselled, but yet not, it's, not, it's not working. So our youth are really struggling. Our families have been through divorces, through separation, through so much um, stress at school, bullying, all that kind of thing. So I really want us to be encouraged. So what would your last word be for our listeners um, before we finish our session today? But I'm going to have you back. Uh, Dr. Jenica, we're going to uh, see if we can get you on around about the 11th again, uh, just to cover actual aspects and how do we actually deal with certain projects, um, certain um, conditions. Okay, thank you. No problem, Renette. Renette, so I just want to encourage the First, start with the parents. I just want to encourage the parents that 
some parents don't know what to do. And so, and they sometimes blame themselves and sometimes they are not to blame. Mm. But I also want to encourage the, the parents to try to sit down with their children and try to discuss things with their the children so that their children can have that open space of coming to mommy and talking to mommy. If you get something on the phone on social media, don't just argue and take the phone away and say, I thank you that you've showed me this. I thank you that you, you know, and, and made the open child aware that you, the child can be open with you, you know, mm. and that is very important. And it's very important. I know there's the stigma behind talking to somebody or counseling, but counseling is very important because I've realized also a lot of my clients is that just in the assessment session, just talking to somebody, I feel light. Yes. And it's, and it's just talking to somebody and somebody giving you the right tools, how to how to navigate through your emotions, how to navigate through daily life, how to put the right things in Amen. place with your time management, management, all of that stuff. Renita. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you for the wonderful work that you're doing. And may the Lord just bless you on this conference. May you have many people coming and getting the help that they need and just get direction. So please, family and friends, we've also got a counseling line. We can direct you to it, uh, to those that uh, could possibly help you. Um, we'll definitely keep your number yeah. as well available for our, our listeners. And um, yes, it's on 021 and it's option one and see how we can come alongside you. But thank you so much for coming this afternoon. Yeah. May the Lord just continuously bless yeah. you and, and, um, uh, you know, and uh, maybe you can just give us quickly where they can get the tickets from. Okay, so the tickets is available from our offices. It's through the number 061-4100-669. It is 061-4100-669. Also via email at info at deephealing.co.za. Amen, amen. So go and get your tickets, guys. Um, but are we going to finish up now? Thank you so much for being with us this afternoon. And look after yourself. Take care. And be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. And get the help that you need. And yes, there are many wonderful counselors out there. Holy Spirit-filled, godly women and men and women of God. So we are going to say goodbye. Be safe. Stick to the rules. And goodbye until next week. Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.